This is Ergo Traves with another episode of the Floral Podcast. And on today's show, I have my co-host, not my cousin Dan, and cousin Primo. And today's subject will be Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon, directed by Michael Schultz, written by Louis Venasta, starring T-Mac as Leroy Green, Vanity as Laura Charles, and Julius Carey as the infamous show enough now i don't know about you guys but i love this movie and you're gonna hear how much we love this movie now if you like this episode and you want to listen to more head on over to the flowrollpodcast.com where you can find more of my episodes more content and you can shop at our store get a coffee mug with our logo on it or maybe a very nice throw pillow also you want to give us a shout you can find us over on instagram under the name the flow roll. I don't know about you guys, but I dig this movie. This movie's so fun. Now, the fights don't hold up in terms of like the choreography. It, you know, the, today's martial arts choreography is way far and above uh, what this movie has, but the movie makes up for it in style, in characterization, and story. You're going to hear all about it as we geek out for this one. Anyway, hope you like this one, and here's the show. in place and my wife's like so are we gonna call the handyman and i'm like yes call the handyman <laughs> and deal with gas didn't even think about it twice <laughs> not gonna spend another three four days no. fucking with shit especially mm-hmm. when i got podcasts and whatnot to, <laughs> to fucking put out and fucking actual work and all that other shit so anyway let's get this ball rolling fellas all right this is Edgar Travez, and welcome to another episode of the Floor Road Podcast. Today on the show, I have cousin Primo. Primo. And not my cousin Dan. It's me, Mario. Uh, <laughs> Actually, I, I heard the last podcast. I, you know, I was flattered that he used my my intro. Yeah. Okay. You- I, I, I sort of came up with one for him. Oh yeah, you got one for oh, yeah. Let's, for let's, hear, let's hear it. Okay, since you're what well, you're you're Polish, right? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> I, I it, think I'm gonna have to edit this. No, 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 no. It's not <laughs> bad. I just said that he should say something in Polish. Like you know, there's. I, I, let me think on that. I'll, I'll I'll come up with a decent Polish word that I can just. Well, actually, along. I was gonna say greetings and, salut- and salutations in Polish, mm. and just give uh, it a little flair to it. You know, I'll have to look that up. I don't, I don't, I don't, I don't know. I don't know that in Polish. But, uh, <laughs> I know mostly the bad words. Oh, that's that's what I learned mostly from my grandfather and in my mom were the bad words. <laughs> I take don't it, say this at school. You know, <laughs> I, I take it they were a very frustrated bunch. There was a lot of fixing of stuff and cursing of stuff. You know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, pretty much. (laughs) A lot of that. (laughs) So on today's show, we're going to be talking about The Last Dragon. Yes. Not just any Last Dragon. Barry Gordy's The Last Dragon. Exactly. Barry Barry Gordy's Last Dragon. The Last Dragon. And sometimes I fear this is a movie that's like lost to time. 
Like I, I fear there are, there's like a whole generation of people who don't know this movie exists. Yeah. And I wonder how well it holds up with all the, uh, kind of, uh, you know, humor that it uses, you know, some of it. I don't, I don't know that this is a movie that has to hold up to anything. <laughs> you know, I don't think there is a benchmark that's appropriate <laughs> to measure this movie against. Right. It's really sort of its own thing and timeless, no matter how dated. <laughs> I'm, oh, sorry. Yeah. I'm thinking about like the costumes and stuff. Like this movie is super dated. Yes. So yeah. they're, they're, like this movie could only happen in 1980. Uh, yeah, 85. Right. It right. couldn't have happened in 1984 or 1986. Just that year. Just yeah. because like some of the stuff in this movie, like the costumes and the way the club, like the nightclubs are decorated and the lighting. It's like, yeah, okay. This it easily. They, yeah, totally <laughs> that shit. You know, <laughs> with like shark skin suits and shoulder pads and all neon lights and all that, you know, and the big hair and everything. Oh, yeah. The beautiful, beautiful big hair of the 80s. I love the big hair and on, yeah. on the women back in the 80s. It, mm -hmm. it was, it was well, awesome. The men in this movie have big hair too. Yeah. <laughs> so, show like, enough the Shogun of Harlem. I mean, I was, that, that is hair, man. That's so all hair. Enough. So, here's the cast we got Tam, uh, Tamek. Who's Leroy Green? We got mm -hmm. Vanity, who's uh, Laura Charles, and we got the the very popular, amazing character Show Enough, who was played by Julius Carey. And Julius Carey is another one of those actors who was never like a, a household name. He wasn't a, an A list star, but he was in everything. Yes. Right, and that guy is from Chicago. Yep. Oh. Oh, I like it. I didn't know that. Yep. yep. But yep. show enough. How about how about show enough, dude? Dude, he comes into a movie theater and he's got these. Yeah, and he's got clowns. these ridiculous clowns. <laughs> like his henchmen are like clowns. <laughs> Just you and that's another like one of those 80s movie things, one of those 80s tropes where like you got the bad guy, the bully, uh -huh. and he's got all these flunkies. He has his entourage. Don't, don't even pretend to look tough. They don't yeah. even, you know, but it's, it's great because he looks like a cross between a samurai and Michael Jackson. Yes. And he's wearing like hockey pads or football pads. Yeah, football shoulders. pads. Yeah. He's with, 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 with like the gi pants with the gi pants. <laughs> you know? Yeah. And everything's decorated like Japanese. It's all mixed up. Cause it's like Japanese, Chinese writing all over. Right. Him. Yeah. yeah. It's like, it's not even one one is all of them you yeah. know and, and, I and if i remember it. correctly like uh, even as a kid i remember but this because i was a nerdy kid and i thought about things like this i remember seeing this movie the first time now number one the first time i saw this movie i watched the whole thing with my jaw drop and thought <laughs> i saw the greatest thing ever and i was like asking like everybody like is this like a classic or something would did this just come out what's going on and everybody's like, I have no idea what that is. I don't know what you're watching. I've never heard of it. I don't recognize any of those characters. Oh, and, God. And I, I'm sitting there watching it thinking like, this had to have been like a massive blockbuster success. You know? <laughs> That's and what I like, thought, I, too. I was so, now granted, what, it was 1985. The first time I saw this, it was already on TV. So it had to be 1986. So I was seven years old. So, of course, you know, like, 
what do I know uh, when I'm seven about like what makes a movie a blockbuster or not? But like, I thought this movie was the coolest thing I had ever seen. <laughs> I, it, and it, it blew my mind. That's, that's where I saw it too. I saw it on TV. I saw it on TV and I thought it was the coolest thing. And I remember sitting, I was like at a person's house. Yeah. We were like visiting these people and we we're hanging out and I'm watching, like they had just, put this thing on because you know it was on channel nine or something yep it was another one of those movies that was constantly on wgn I had, constantly I, I had never seen it at that point and i has i just sat down didn't give a fuck who we were visiting and started watching this movie and you are right. in in it so yeah. deep so deep and it, the funny thing is it's like <laughs> you get to that because you see this kid and he's walking around you know he's he's you know he's a black kid dressed like an asian person i'm like wait a minute can, can you know first of all i'm a kid and it's the 80s yeah. and i was like yes can, can we do the that thought i had the exact same thought is that allowed when bruce <laughs> leroy is walking around brooklyn dressed in you know like 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 chinese workman's clothes and like a coolie hat yeah 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 i i totally remember like can't, exactly that thinking exactly that can he do that is that allowed, is that allowed? <laughs> and remember edgar that we actually bought gi pants from five stars yes we got we, we got gi pants and we got shoes we got, we got shoes. because of this movie because of this fucking movie well the other thing too is it's like me and, and and cousin primo here we used to watch samurai uh saturdays or samurai sundays samurai sundays yeah we were i would go to his house after church, you know, my, my, my folks would get, you know, breakfast or lunch or have brunch with grandma. And, and then I would run upstairs and watch Samurai Sunday with cousin Primo. And then afterwards we would run outside and kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> <laughs> on the dirt, on the dirt um, backyard. The dirty ass backyard. <laughs> and that backyard was covered in poo because they had two dogs because we lived mm. in the hood. And you either had a security system, which you can't afford, or you had dogs. Or, or you had dogs. Mm -hmm. And they had dogs, and there was shit all over that yard. So it was like the ghetto version of pole fighting because <laughs> you were trying, it's like trying not to fall off the poles, except you're trying not to fall in the shit. Mm -hmm. And at the same time, we we're like, and we we're smacking <laughs> the shit out of each other. <laughs> and so, I mean, That's two great. little. Two little, you know, ghetto ass nerds in the I remember hood. I remember we bought what did we bought we bought the, the nunchucks. Remember those foam nunchucks? Yeah. And we decided to take the foam off of it. Oh, that's a bad move. <laughs> that was the <laughs> biggest mistake we ever did. Yeah. You know, we're yeah. trying to flip it and that what happened. Remember I, I I think I busted my ear. I don't remember. I remember we bought Chinese stars. You were with me when we bought yeah, Chinese stars. Yeah, 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 yeah. Five stars the store was on, on 26th yeah, Street. On 26th Who sells? Yeah. This is one of those things that I've never understood. Who the hell sells like Chinese stars to a 10-year-old kid? We were, yeah. Hey, we were it's like, all money. It's we all about like, money. We, <laughs> we didn't were, care. We were 10 years old. There, yeah, and we got all kinds of shurikens or whatever you want, throwing stars or whatever you want to call them. And we got like, we got a handful of them. I remember having several and, yeah. and we would go to my house at one point and take the stars out and we start throwing them at the fucking at the at the garage door and, and um, fucking up the door. And then there was a few times where we lost a few in the garage. It was the tool shit, actually. Mm -hmm. And they and it flew over. <laughs> no, into into the into into the garage. 
but it was the tool shed. We didn't have the lock for it. We didn't have the key for it. And so we went into the, the window. We broke windows on that thing. <laughs> we busted up the door. <laughs> we were really asshole-ish kids. All, all because of Barry Gordy. Mm-hmm. And Thank the last you. dragon. Yes, my grandpa thanks you for all the work that you made him do <laughs> to that garage. That's awesome. <laughs> but anyway, I mean, how can you forget? Like, there's that scene again in like in the theater, right? Showing up shows up. He's got his flunkies with him. Yeah, and he goes, "Who is the baddest?" Yeah, who's got that show up? <laughs> who is the coolest? Who is the this? Who's, who's the, the prettiest? I'm like, pretty. who's the prettiest? Yeah, I have yeah. to think yeah. twice about yeah. that one. Yeah. <laughs> and he goes, show enough. And he'd be like, Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, totally. I remember that. And Julius Carey has like that rubber face. Yeah. You see, at he, one point, I thought makes- he was the guy who played Candyman. No, but that would have been yeah. great. He should be, if they remake that movie, they should make him fucking Shogun or Shonuff. No, Shonuff? They'd have to because, unfortunately, Julius Carey is dead. Yeah. Yep. Well, they'd have which, to find a new one, right? They would have to find somebody else. Which but. I actually remember back in the day when we worked together. I came into work that day, and I was like, dude, Julius Carey died. And you were like, who? And I, and I was like, Shonuff, the Shogun of Harlem? And it hit you like it hit you like like you were standing because <laughs> we had both gotten to the office at kind of the same time. You were standing at your cube and like taking off your your jacket. And I was like showing up the Shogun of Harlem and you like wilted. You like <laughs> wilted. You were like his heart. No dropped. <laughs> he, I mean, he's the baddest motherfucking town. I mean, he's the baddest. He's, you know, the Shogun of Harlem. You know? Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, you know, something else that that kind of <laughs> hit me, even even as a kid, the first time I'm watching this movie, I'm like, why are they all scared of him? He's not scary. Why is everybody, like, terrified of this cat? He's, he's a fucking geek, you know? <laughs> like, he's he's big, yeah. but he's a geek, and, he, and his sidekicks are, like, and, and literally where, ridiculous. And that's the you okay. Know? You saw the jumpsuit he was wearing at the end. Yeah, that jumpsuit. Yeah. Okay, that's the suit I wanted you to make my character wear. Oh, my yeah. avatar. <laughs> we put on that, that kung fu uh, jumpsuit. No, just the jumpsuit. Like, I don't just the no jumpsuit. Kung fu. It's yep. a jumpsuit. That's it. And the yeah. TV head. That's it. That's, that's all funny. I want. <laughs> Dude, like, like, uh, fuck, man. That that his. His passing was just so crazy to me. You know, it's just like I, you know, because it's like he was an icon, at least to me, right? I mean, I'm yeah. sure he wasn't like super popular, but like he was one 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 guy. You didn't, it's not like I fucking prayed to the guy every day, right? But it's right. just like you didn't think he. You when you think of people dying, you don't think that you know he would die. And I was just like, holy shit, he died. Right. Because like, at that point, like he wasn't even that old yet. Mm-mm. He was he was fifty six years old, and so it was a, it was one of those things that was just really surprising. And like, granted, yeah, nobody, there probably aren't a ton of people out there who were like, "Oh no, my heart." Yeah, but at the same <laughs> time, like, this is this guy made an impression on me when I was very young, and so like on that day when I like looked at the news and saw that he died, I remember being just like, "No." No, and then the, the same thing happened when I told you, and I, I think that that was one of those moments where we realized we were kindred spirits, dude. 
<laughs> because because it hit us both the same way. Yeah. So, like one of the things I remember uh, uh, differently than in the movie is, and and I told this to my to my brother. Like I told my brother about this movie at one point. I was just like, dude, you, you know, you got to watch this movie. This movie's awesome. Because I, I forgot how it came up, but I'm like, oh, dude, you haven't seen this? You got to watch this. So I start telling them, and I'm like, yeah, dude. And then there's this song in the end of the, the movie, like when the, there's like this final fight, and the dudes and the, and the dude in the song, it's like disco-y kind of, you know? And he's like, you got that glow. Your body, <laughs> yeah. no, you got that glow. Yeah. And, I, and I remember yeah. thinking like that dude's voice was like deep, right? <laughs> yeah yeah and then i go watch the movie and he's just like he told me he told me he wouldn't watch the movie he came back to me and he told me dude that dude's voice is not like that at all i'm like what are you talking about that's totally like how it was and he's like no i remember like the way you described it it was like totally different i thought it was way cooler and i'm like get the fuck out of here so i go watch the movie and i'm like holy shit he, you know the, that dude's voice isn't that deep for some reason i remember his voice being yeah. real deep <laughs> yeah, it's because it was little ultra vez, and you know all the voices sound well, deep. Yeah, yeah, I guess that's what the case was. Either that, or like you, you carried so so much chi into the end of that movie with you. Like everything started movie, to sound yeah. like you know exaggerated. Yeah, but man, so so then there's a he's got this. So in the movie, there's this cat. He's he, yeah. He, that's a good idea. Let's actually tell what's what the story of the movie. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Let's let's summarize. You know what? Let, let's uh, let's let's do a little back and forth. So like uh, uh, so in the summary, I'm just gonna say like in the beginning. And correct me if I'm wrong, Primo, but he is a pizza delivery guy, right? His folks own a a pizza delivery or a pizza joint. Yeah. Right? In the beginning of the movie, he is training. Yes. And he is actually. They go through all the. The jumping and kicking and hitting the air like it's gonna fight back, and but, um, but because they're practicing, because he's practicing, he supposedly yeah. he's he's training, and then yeah. his sensei, you see him shoot him with arrows. So oh, he I keeps, vaguely remember that he breaks the arrows, and what he does is that the last arrow he throws it, he catches it, and it's blue. So all the other arrows were red, and the the guy comes up to him and says, how did you know it was a blue one? He goes, I didn't know. Then he rips the chest, the, the, the dragon off his chest and says, and he just falls down. Says, oh, forgive me, master. He goes, no, get up. You've been watching too much Kung Fu movies. You know, <laughs> <laughs> pretty much tells you all oh, you fall to the ground. Going to, the slightest incident of a teacher being upset. And he's like, and he goes, no, it's a good thing. He goes, it shows that you thought without thinking. And I was like, what? <laughs> but you know, there's a there's a moral story behind it. Who knows? But who cares? But the whole point is he <laughs> he's at the point now where his master says, There is no more for there's no more for me to teach you. Uh-huh. And yeah. he's expecting the glow. He's already yeah. saying, Hey, the, I the final right. the final level. Yes, the see, final level of becoming a martial artist. Exactly. Is, you, a, you get the glow. You the, get the glow. So which he is, says, yeah, it's it's sort of like you know, unlocking your shut seventh shot. He he wanted to be uh he wanted to be a Goku, you know, he wanted to yeah, turn all essentially super yeah. saiyan on yeah. That's exactly what, what it is, right? I mean right. he's basically leveling up, right? So he's, right. And um, from there, he starts 
the the his sensei says, "Well, it's time for you to move out, pretty much." And the guy's like, "Well, I, I need a master." And he goes, "Okay, well, here, take this. You you'll find some guy, some dim sum or something. Gives him this like pendant, which actually ends up being suspender holders." <laughs> yeah. yeah you know <laughs> yeah so he goes off on a quest to find this ultimate master so his point of the whole point of the movie is him trying to evolve to the last to his final form or final stage of his of his martial arts yes so but through the course of that there is his rival show enough yeah show, show enough where who's heard the legend of Leroy catching bullets with his teeth? Yeah, you know. Yeah, and oh yeah, because he walks into his dojo, his place of practice, right? At one right. point, yep, yep, and, and, and tears the place up. Tears the place up and basically kind of threatens him, right? Yeah. Well, he first confronts him in the theater. Is that where it happened? I thought that, yeah. the first, the first part he kind of tells him, he's like, "Hey." Oh, he starts talking about oh, the legend. Oh, you catch bullets with his teeth. You believe this cat? And he's like, "Come on, let's do this now." And he's then Leroy's like, ah, he says some 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 crazy ass shit, and I didn't understand it either. And showing up like, "What? <laughs> <laughs> you hear this fool say what he said? You know, some then fortune the guys, cookie thing." Yeah. So then the guys in the background are already telling him to sit the fuck down and let him watch the movie. He gets mad, and they start. They all he starts beating up everybody in the theater. He beats he beats up the the biggest Asian guy there to find out that he's in the he's dating a guy who's a girl, so it, yeah, there's a lot of weird stuff. It's weird that goes stuff, on bro. In this movie. Weird yeah. stuff. Yeah. Well, I mean, so, uh, and a lot of like weird stuff that's like, I where did it come from? It came from yeah. nowhere, it, and then it goes exactly. nowhere, and they never come back to it. It's not like it becomes a running <laughs> gag. No, it's no. He's like the girl. Just the guy keeps saying, "Not the face, not the face." That's all she said to yeah. the entire. Not the face, not the. Face. I don't even okay. remember that. Okay, so uh, just so our listeners know, I didn't get to watch the movie due to all kinds of craziness. Mm-hmm. But Primo has seen the movie, and, yes. and and is and knows the movie well at this moment. So right, Recent, recently the thing I, I I am never more than I would say a year out from having seen this movie. Mm-hmm. Oh wow, really? Yeah, I, it just happens that way. That's amazing. End up, <laughs> end up watching it. Uh, that is exactly what I do. So, Watch movies, then we end up talking about it like later. So <laughs> so it's like I I didn't feel the need to go back and watch it. I almost don't want to upset the apple cart and like watch it more than i'm supposed to you know <laughs> it's it's like a yearly it's, thing it's, it's like renewal. a sacred it's it's almost like a sacred moment now where it's like oh hey the last dragon just popped up i don't want to i don't want to mess with that i hear you like if, if i watch it before it presents itself to me there could be dire consequences well yeah i mean <laughs> singularity i don't know the earth right yeah. yeah i mean all of a sudden we start having two bad luck months a, a year instead of one bad luck oh dude no. I, I think that's just what happened this the past week i had a bad luck week yeah. but anyway um so continue you were saying uh there's some just, there's some weirdness in this movie just in the general whole movie is weird okay first of all the, even for the time for the even, time, yeah. Even exactly. for the time, it was way yeah. out there. <laughs> you know, and it's like. Well, and I, the reason the, the whole is, movie. Go ahead, go ahead. Sorry. I'm sorry. No, go ahead. The the reason Barry Gordy made it, why he produced it, was because he was like, I want to have a black kung fu movie. That's I like what it. I want. I, I want to like have it. that. I want to have it in Brooklyn. 
you know. Mm-hmm. I it's, think it was Brooklyn. It's Brooklyn. It's not in Queens, right? Harlem. It, it's Harlem. Oh, yeah. So, what am I thinking? Of course, it's Harlem. Showing but, up the <laughs> Shogun of Harlem. <laughs> but, <laughs> but, uh, it, but it's just like it's like all that goofy goofiness. Like back then, must have been crazy, right? But to us now, it's like visionary, man. Like. Right. Go ahead. For me, yeah. it's like I I actually when I looked at it, I was like, ah, home. Yeah. All these goofy guys, just that's me. Yeah. 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 I remember them pants. Yeah, I remember them pants. Yeah. yeah. I I get that feeling a lot. Like I'll watch movies that weren't really popular when they came out, you know. And just people didn't get them. And then I'll watch them now and it's be like, these people were way ahead of their time. If this movie got made today, exactly. it would be successful. You know, I don't know if that's true with this movie because <laughs> this movie is is bizarre. Because there's a, like the whole so so there's the the whole like theater thing, and then Shonuff basically starts stalking him around Harlem, right? Trying to exactly. provoke him into a fight, and ultimately like uh, busts up the pizza parlor, yes, his parents' pizza parlor, and then somehow, some way. There's this B plot involving this like evil music producer and his girlfriend <laughs> and like the girlfriend, they're, they're trying to make the girlfriend famous and, but it never made sense. It never made sense why that story is even there. You well, know, it's supposed it, to be like to introduce the love interest. I, it, it, but it's it weird. Was, it's weird. It's but weird. like, there's it, like it's a whole weird, other tension there because like it is related because it's like the producer is the one who's like hiring Shonuff and his goons and stuff. Uh, like some like like because the 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 music producer is also basically like a small time organized crime figure, you know? Right. He is. But it, it's batshit. Like it, it, it's like the only way to watch this movie is to be able to be in that space where it's like, okay, so that happened on to the next thing, you know, like <laughs> you can't, there's no point in asking the questions. It's <laughs> just no point in asking the wait, why did that happen? But you see all those, all those, it, it's crazy because that movie came from that guy, right? Uh, Gordy, but like, yep. it's just, well, and, like, uh, it, people yeah. people try to make that movie now. You know what I'm saying? Like, yeah. they, you, but you can't you can't manufacture something so crazy because I mean, the, there's the singer girlfriend, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah. And then there's the black guy who thinks he's Asian, and then there's 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 a there's a bunch of Asians who who show up who are into hip hop, and they're all you know yeah. they have a heavy Chinese accent, but they're trying to be you know urban and it's just like it's it's all kinds of crazy and 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 people try to do that now like for example uh not too long ago or a while ago uh black dynamite came out and and yeah. black dynamite <laughs> has a little bit of this spirit but you see black dynamite black dynamite was on purpose yeah, yeah. right everything they did there is on purpose the last dragon they thought they were making something cool <laughs> well, I, I don't know it's hard to say because i i think there was a lot of stuff that was done tongue-in-cheek in this oh movie. of course right you know uh black dynamite just i don't want to go too far off the rails but that movie 
It's fantastic. The moment in that movie where, and that's another one where like I've watched it way too many times. But the, the moment in that, like in the second half after he like tracks down the fiendish Dr. Wu and he's kind of breaking into the, 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 the criminal lab, you know, and he busts into a room and there's like a henchman in there and then a boomerang comes out of nowhere and hits, <laughs> and hits the henchman and knocks him out and, and black dynamite just shouts out like, ha ha. I threw that shit before I came in the room, motherfucker. (laughs) I die. I die every time. Every time. Yeah. I love the shit where he's like talking and the fucking boom mic comes in and he keeps coming in and then he like gets pissed off and smacks it out of the way and continues on with his line. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) And you see, but you see, but that, that movie's on purpose. Yeah, I don't. Mm-hmm. Know, yeah. I don't know if if so much of that is on purpose here. You know what I'm saying? Like, I think I think a lot of it is they just do it in a more subtle way. You know, I don't, I don't know. I think but what it was is that I it think, was like I think there's they also, to show that people could be anything. Yeah, pretty much. Definitely. You know, like people like okay. First of all, let's take the Asian guys who want to be black. Okay, and they're rapping in the middle or they're singing in the middle of the, in front of the store. And then you got the Asian, the the black guy who wants to be Asian, and then you got the um, then you got the Shogun of Harlem. Then you got his parents being Italian because they're making pizzas. Oh, that's yeah. Right. It was it's actually like totally a thematic element throughout the whole movie. Primo right. totally dead on. Right, Dude, that, nice job. I didn't think yeah. about that. Yeah, it, you know, and it's like I mean, and it's creative in its own way for the time yep. that it came out. I enjoyed yep. that movie so much. Yeah. I loved it. I have it on DVD just like and just like um my cousin over here does, you know? And I love movies that are like off the beat that are just out there. Yeah. You know? And like I tell these guys, "Hey man, these movies are they're fun to watch." Why? Yeah. Because you know, we grew up watching them and they're like for us like like you said, you watched it with your jaw dropped down them. And like all, all of us we all watched it when it was on TV. You know, and we're yeah. like, we're focused on that. And it was the first thing we did when we watched it. We went outside to karate. Yeah. Okay. We went to go yeah. buy gi pants and the shoes. Yeah. Okay. And then it's like, it was like, I want to be a ninja. Okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. totally. You know, and, and that it's, it's, I think it's really important since you brought it up uh, that, that whole theme throughout the movie where, it's almost in in some spots. It's done in a way where you wouldn't even necessarily notice it, mm-hmm. you know. But but that's kind of the whole point of the movie is anybody can be anything, and it like it doesn't matter what you look like. Exactly, uh, you know, doesn't matter what people are seeing. It it doesn't that doesn't mean that they know who you are, and and right. and like they, it's it's totally like probably the biggest thematic thread for the whole movie. Mm-hmm. Because it, you you do have all that stuff where you have like the the Asian guys rapping and you've got Bruce Leroy, you know, and you've got Shonuff and you've got his parents who run uh, run pizzeria. a pizzeria and they've given it like a super Italian name, if I remember correctly. Mm-hmm. Uh, and all of that stuff. And then like the real bad guy in the movie is the the music producer and he's the white guy. You know what I mean? And and so like, I think like that, all of that, clearly they did on purpose, you know, clearly that was, there was intention behind that to, 
to break people out of kind of stereotypical view, you know? Right. So one of the things I wanted to mention is I, this is, I think the first acting job that Ernie Reyes Jr. Yes. Uh, had, and he's the, uh, in the movie, he's the little Asian guy with, um, with the nunchucks. Did he have nunchucks? I believe he had nunchucks. No, the old, the bigger kid had nunchucks. Okay. He had, uh, he had, uh, the baton. Oh, okay. Yeah, the 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 button or whatever the baton. He was he was going all ape shit on one guy. Yeah, so he was he's that kid. That guy was always a talent, man. Like even when he was a kid, yeah. you know. But I remember seeing him, and I'm like, I was a little guy, and I was thinking, whoa, I could I could yeah. practice and I could do this, you know. Yeah, I could totally. I didn't I didn't think I'm a kid. I can't be like a kung fu master. Yeah, you know. He's just but now you can because you just you know? saw a kid doing it, you know. Yeah, yes. that, that that guy has always been like super at whatever he does when it comes to martial arts, you know. And yeah. I was like, uh, like I saw him the last time I think I saw him it was in um, the rundown. I loved the, him in the rundown. Yeah. Yep. yeah, you know, I think that was the last movie I seen him, and I didn't see him in anything else other than that. I mean, I could be wrong. It could be he, he could have been he doing was some others. Fierce in that movie. I mean, he's fighting on a rope. Yeah, he like, was fierce in the rundown, like a monkey. He yeah. was fine. <laughs> but I mean, yeah, yeah he, uh, all those guys. And speaking of, okay, since we're bringing up Ernie Race, all those characters in this movie were great. They were yeah. all, they were all, I mean, even the little, the little guy, the, the no talent guys that were just there. Like he's showing up some three wannabe ninjas. Yeah. You know, I, I really like the, I don't, I don't want to be, um, his his like I think they called him Beast, mm. the Beast guy, and he's like he's he's like um she's the one he's the one who got thrown the pizza crust at first, the black guy. And okay. he was like, I just like the way he acts. Like when he when he starts doing a couple, he starts going bugger. He's like, hey, he's shaking his head. And he goes out. Yeah. yeah, he goes full on, full yeah. tilt, full tilt. Yeah, exactly, full yeah. tilt. Yeah. Every character had like. Just they, they tell you this movie shined with characters. Yeah, that's the every it because every character was over the top and, and cartoon. Exactly. You know? And the movie clearly doesn't take itself all that seriously. And mm. you know, the it that's what makes it fun. Uh and this is this is another one of those movies that I'm sure is was just like Big Trouble in Little China, way more popular in syndication. Mm-hmm than it was when you know theater release so like, like, it did okay it did 25 million okay oh um, really but uh not exactly a blockbuster you know so uh vanity man i remember having the biggest crush on vanity she was just so cool in the movie you know what i'm saying like she yeah. was she was not only the you know this beautiful uh singer right but she was also like just way too cool for this guy like exactly. way too cool for him that that, that bruce lee Roy cat yeah he's a and, dork and, <laughs> you know? and she's and and I, this is one of those things i feel like used to happen more in 80s movies but she's the only cool person in the movie True. She's the only person who's actually like cool, Ooh, right? Well, I mean, show enough. Thinks is, he's cool. Thinks, <laughs> thinks he's cool. That's no. a good point. He but he's a clown. He's, he's, yeah, he's Every, a clown. Everybody in this movie, including Bruce Leroy, is a clown. 
to some degree or another. Yeah. And she's the only one who's not. She's the only one who's cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. <clears throat> and she's not a pushover either. I mean, she does stand up for herself in the in the movie, if I remember correctly. Yeah. yeah. But 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 Bruce Leroy is the hero and he is the protagonist of the story where yep. it, you know, he actually reaches the change, right? He actually mm-hmm. he gets the glow. He gets the glow, which but is But they both get the glow and they have to fight about it. Are you serious? Well, yeah. No, he first, oh, you you mean show, you're talking about Shonoff steals Shonoff yeah. steals the glow from him. No, like, he already no, had he, it. He already had it. Right, you're but right as that. they fight, like he's kind of stealing the glow off of and and then it beats him to the point where he's like drowning him in the tank. Well, well and no, then he comes back, right? This is what happened. He 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 they first fight and Leroy did some crazy move where he knocked him through a door and he fell to the ground. He's like and he falls to the ground. And then he he looks away for a second and he's gone. And you hear him in the background, Leroy. And he turns around and he sees already glowing. He already sh- his hands. Yeah. He goes, "All right, come on, punk!" Whoops his ass. And he's like, "Who's the master?" And he wants him to say, "Who the master <laughs> yeah. is?" Who's the master? So he keeps drowning him. And he's having like a flashback of what his master told him and all this. And and he's like, "Think about yourself or something, or you know, pinch yourself or something." And the next thing you know, he pulls him. All right, who's the master? One more last time. Who's the master? And he goes, "I am." And he's like, "Yeah." Yeah, and that's when he grabs them, and then and then he starts glowing. Right. Yep. So there's an interesting thing about the master. Mm-hmm. All right. So like, uh, he's on this quest, and like apparently there can only be one. Well, in this not, universe, there can only be one well, martial arts master. Not, not necessarily because I mean, show enough is a master. He has the glow, right? Yep. Right. So the the master has a glow. So I think what's going on is is well, I think it's a a metaphor for freedom, right? He has to, and and this being a story this of the, this is the deepest, the deepest examination of the last dragon that anybody has ever done. I am the nerdiest motherfucker. Go, I, I am love the, it. I, I love am it. The, I am the ghetto nerd. Because because this, this is, is this is the perfect compliment to the very deep exa- <laughs> examination that we did into the thematic elements of our stereotyping and whatnot. So, dude. This is gonna go. This is this is gonna be taught in film school. <laughs> well, I th- it's it's a metaphor for freedom. I mean, it's 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 uh, it's an African American uh, playing a role that's not usually a role that is his, right? Uh, the mm-hmm. role of a Chinese man who mm-hmm. was also at one point an a, a, a slave in in uh, in American history. There is there is a a, a large uh, population in in California that were slaves along with, you know, that were Asian slaves anyway. So, but he, he is seeking freedom. He's seeking to reach a level of mastery. Right. And the word, I mean, the word master, if he can become himself a master, then he is, he is no longer a slave to someone else. Right. So he is, he is his own master, but he's also his own teacher. It's, it's a huge metaphor. I mean, I, I'm sure I don't have to explain any more than that, but the fact that he can say, because one of the things show enough is doing is he's saying, I want you to call me master, right? Yeah. That's, that's right. well, that's, I mean, that's pretty obvious. He's, I want you to call me master because I am the Kung Fu master, but he's also saying you're my slave. Right. Right. But then Bruce Leroy Dude, has the shit. Yeah. So Bruce Leroy at that moment recollects on all the teachings of his master, of his 
you know, sensei or, or teacher and realizes that he himself is a master, that he can simply just become a master by realizing that he is, right? So when he answers the question, I'm the master, he is not only saying, I am the master of martial arts, but I'm also a master of my own destiny. I am no longer yep. a slave as yep. a black person. I'm talking about as a black person, not me, black, but Bruce Leroy as a black person is no longer a slave to anyone, including Shonuf, who's trying to make him his slave. So it's 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 really crazy because it's a crazy movie to put such a thing in. But it's it, it's it's an amazing movie. It, it, Dude, it's deep. It's that, deep. But think about it. The also, fact that the fact that you you were able to get there, <laughs> <laughs> and and you are not stoned right now. No, I don't have to be. I'm already is, crazy. Is truly impressive to me. <laughs> there is nothing that you just said that I disagree with at all. Uh-huh. It's clearly an intentional moment. Mm-hmm. Like it was. It was written with that intent. And I'm blown away because it <laughs> never dawned on me before in that particular way. Well, think about it also. Showing off is also a free person. He is also his yep. own master. So that's why I'm saying more than one person can become a master. Right. You okay. Know? So, so, so that's why Bruce Leroy is a master. That's why Showing off is a master. But not only is Showing off a master, but he was trying to make Bruce Leroy a slave. So um, then they both got the glow. You got that glow. You got that glow. Nobody <laughs> know. So anyway, like he, so then you know they go Super Saiyan and they fight, <clears throat> they fight each other, and there's all these sparks yep. and shit. But you know, all that shit is awesome. But but that fucking line, "Who is the master, Leroy?" is is something I fucking I used to yell out loud in the hallways at high school. Shit, Man. I used to I used to just fucking yell out of nowhere. For no reason. Who is the master, Leroy? Who who (laughs) is the master? After I saw this movie that first time, Uh I would... Do you guys ever watch the Venture Brothers? Oh, I do. I love that show. The Venture Brothers. You know how Hank Venture, in several of the episodes, just walks around and like looking at people and saying, I am the bat. (laughs) You know? Like, he's he's just... Hank Venture is totally like enamored with Batman and wants to be Batman and walks around telling people he is the bat. After I, this, after I saw this movie for a long time, I would just like pop around the corner and be like, whoever was in the room would pop around the corner. I'd be like, I am the master. And then I'd like zip away. Like I was a ninja <laughs> but, for a long time. But think about, think about what that does for, for, for kids or, or just people in general, when they go around and say, who is the master? And the answer, I am. You know? Yeah. It's it's yep. it's empowering without mm-hmm. wanting to be, you know, like because yeah. then that person says, I am my own master. I'm not a slave to anyone. And 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 it's it's it, they don't have to know what they're saying, but it's empowering just to be able to go through that that those those uh those lines. Right, this is a bunch yeah. of catchy shit in this fucking movie. Showing off, uh, I, who is I, uh, I just the Shogun of Harlem? Like, yeah, just, I, kiss my converse, kiss <laughs> my converse, bro. Yes, <laughs> yes, because that was the other shirt. part. I ordered kiss. a shirt. I'm sure enough, says kiss my converse. <laughs> 
I used to have a shirt of show enough that said Shogun of Harlem. Mm-hmm. And it and it I wore it so much I wore away the screen printing uh-huh. on it. <laughs> yep, yep. That's I, I think can't that, believe go ahead. that this episode got this deep. I can't. <laughs> I, I, I it's amazing how deeply all three of us apparently were were touched by this movie. Yeah, because mm-hmm. I can't imagine anybody else having. I can't even fathom of having this conversation with anybody else and it would get like almost emotional (laughs) like almost like i am the master yes yes you be my old master it's it's amazing it's amazing (laughs) about this movie too on 1980 this movie this movie People people remember this movie and, and, and think it's silly and laugh, but remember it fondly, right? <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And it is silly. Yeah. And it totally is a silly movie. But it but it there's has, that depth to it. Yeah. Well, okay. you know, the funny thing is, is we're not the only ones who've been touched by this, obviously, right? There is there is a UFC fighter. His name is Alex Caceres. His fight name, his nickname in the fight game is Bruce Leroy. And he's uh, a he's a badass too. Yeah, he's 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 a wacky ass crazy fighter. He like throws hurricane kicks and spin crazy kicks and all kinds of shit. He's an exciting fighter and he's a wacky cat. And every time, like when he first came out and started fighting in the UFC, for some reason they he started in one of the tough houses, which is the the reality show, and the winner of the show gets into the UFC. And right. even some of the losers sometimes make it into the UFC because they do such a good job showing up. But anyway. Alex Caceres, every time he fought on the show, could not stop smiling. He fought with a smile on his face the whole time. Not with a scowl, as you usually see. He fought with a smile on his face. And Dana White thought it was hilarious. And it would freak out other people. They were like, what yeah. the fuck is he smiling? <laughs> what does he know that I don't know? Kind of puts you right on the defensive, right? <laughs> exactly. I mean, he's Bruce Leroy. He's wacky. He's weird. And you're thinking like, what the fuck? And he's, I mean, what a, like the burst. This is the best interpretation of a real life uh, person that could have such a name. You know, it's. <laughs> yeah. 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 So. There's an important thing to note for our listeners. The director of this movie, Michael Schultz, who I actually have a friend named Michael Schultz, not the same guy. uh, Pretty um, uh, accomplished director. He's directed a lot of things, a lot of different things, a lot of TV. But he did the movie Car Wash. Which was like a seventies movie. Mm. I remember Carl. Yeah, I remember Carl. Along the similar kind of line, where it's goofy, but not necessarily totally goofy. But important for our listeners in Milwaukee, guys from Milwaukee, Michael Short, Michael Schultz, the director of Barry Gordy's Last Dragon, from Milwaukee. Mm. So good for you guys. <laughs> he's he's actually on his uh, filmography. He has. Uh, Black Knight, uh, he's directed Black Lightning and he's, he directed eight episodes of Arrow. I'm gonna have to look if they were episodes that I liked or not. Yeah, Ooh. but I, I like I like Black Lightning. He's he's done New Girl, it's funny. He's got a, he's done episodes on Blackish, uh, um, on Blackish. He's 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 a pretty well 
practiced and good director. <laughs> He's got a lot of credits. Yeah. He's got not, a lot not, of, not exactly a lightweight. No, not at all. And to do, deal with some of the themes like they deal on blackish, for example, it's a, he's, he's really kind of, I mean, he must be really measured. You really under like, he really understands the delicate nature of, of trying to talk about race on things like movies and shows. Yeah. I'm having a hard time just trying to describe it right now. I'm like, what do I say? You know? like, <laughs> well, what's he actually doing here? No, he's, he's able to in, in a subtle and nuanced way and occasionally overt ways, but like weave that theme into what he makes Yeah, in ways that don't necessarily punch you right across the face, but they add up to the, by the time you get to the end of the movie, all of a sudden you, you start putting the puzzle together. You yeah. Know? But so. it's, it's funny because one of the things I still don't understand about the movie is there's that scene where he's on the dance floor and he's yelling up to the girl, right? This is after the uh, the the apex of the movie, right? right? After, after the after, main fight. After the main fight, you know, it's the conclusion. He's coming into mm -hmm. the into the the disco area, and he's mm -hmm. going to, you know, he's calling out to his girl, and he's yelling out, "Can you show me some moves?" And <clears throat> I don't know if it's just something that was used during the time. Or something that they made up for the movie. I guess it's like, you know, can we, you know, make out, I guess is what they were saying. Well, in the in the movie, there was a part where she comes to visit him mm -hmm. and he's already feeling sad for himself because what happened to his dad's restaurant. Okay. And she says, Maybe you can show me some moves. Ah. Uh, and that's why he goes well, back and tells her, Show can you show me yeah. some moves? Isn't the little kid too? Isn't it Ernie Reyes Jr. who tells him, like, that's what you need to say to her? No, no. It was uh, the big, the, the man. You know what? There's a character. Because he was movie. like, I don't know how to talk to girls. And he. Yeah. And yeah. Then, no, it was that one cat that always with him who, um, who was like, extra, he's always yelling. What a, he's a oh, crazy, okay. like, he's Asian. He's the Asian guy. And he's like, wow. Woo, wah. And he's like, he's like, oh, it's all about intimidation. Yeah. You know, I just well, he's sound the like Asian guy who doesn't know any kung fu, right? And exactly, and he's like <laughs> and Bruce dude, Leroy's one dude, and only friend. I love that dude. Yeah, I love that dude because at the last minute he's just whooping ass. Yeah, right. You know, and, he, and he's going buck crazy with the nunchucks. Yeah, you know, and yeah. he's like, Ooh, and everybody's like, I'm like, what? He's doing the Dragon Ball shit. It's definitely is one of those things where like you get to the big fight scene, and the big fight scene is great because there there is like a brawl. Right. You know, and then there's the fight between Bruce Leroy and well, she stop calling him. It's Leroy Green. Right. It's just Shonoff keeps calling him. Oh, Shonoff and everybody else in the movie yeah. <laughs> calls him Bruce Leroy. Um, and, then, and then that but, scene uh, there, you see all these crazy henchmen that he has. Yeah, right. Like the albino Mister T. Yes, you right. Know? And and like so, so you have the <laughs> the big brawler in the the nondescript factory that has a a bucket of water that he can be drowned in whatever. Um, but like you, you do, you have the, the big crazy fight scene and it's, the, it's this wacky Kung Fu fight scene where like, th that is not the way this would play out in Harlem. No, it's just, that's totally not the way this kind of thing is going to play out in Harlem <laughs> or, 
or really any other city. You yeah. know? <laughs> like, crazy. Like you're just watching it, and it's and it's just like, like yeah, okay, no, nobody, there, no shots fired yet. You no. know, like and, <laughs> how does that you're happen? A, you're in the wrong side of Harlem. That's what it is. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like I, I, you get the feeling that like the rest of Harlem is looking at this fight, going like, "What the fuck is this noise? Where, you know, what is, is this little league? Where is this at? You know." <laughs> so like, I, if you were gonna remake this movie. Not that you would, but if you if you wanted to, because I don't like the idea of make, remaking this movie, just like I didn't like the idea of remaking uh, uh, Big Trouble in Little China. But if you were going to remake this movie, who would you cast as Bruce Leroy or Leroy Green? And who would you, you know? My first, my first instinct, and I don't really know why, is Donald Glover. For who? Donald, for Bruce Leroy. For Bruce Leroy. I think he's a he's little got too- the right stature for it. I think he's a little. Old for that though, isn't he? Yeah, he's just I don't know, he's what he's in his thirties. No. Donald Glover? Donald uh, Glover's not that old, man. Yeah, Donald Glover isn't that old. Um Donald but, Glover. What am I thinking about? I'm thinking about the guy from Jurassic Park. You're thinking Park, Danny, Glover. You're Danny <laughs> yeah. Glover. There you go. I was about to say different Danny dudes. Glover. Very different dudes. That's okay. very yeah, he's much older. Yeah, that's lethal weapon. Yeah. No, we're we're talking about um Community, Atlanta, Lando oh, Calrissian. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. You know what? You're right. He would be a perfect Leroy. You think so? I think so. And this is definitely a movie that deserves to get made. And I know I always say, like, the movies that... He's funny. Spy- that guy's funny. And, yeah. yeah, he would be a perfect Leroy. He's 37. Yeah, yeah so he's not that old. Yeah, and saying he's not that old a... makes me feel not that old. <laughs> <laughs> I was gonna say there, I was gonna leave it alone. Just walk, let's just walk away. So who, so who would you pick to play Show Enough? That's, that's a good tougher. question. I think that's. I think that's easier. I think you get um fuck uh shit. I forgot his name right now. I was just the guy from um from Black Dynamite. Which one? Which guy from Black Dynamite? The the star the Black Dynamite. Mike Michael J White. Yeah, Michael J. White. Yeah, he yeah he would be a killer shown off because he would actually yeah. be scary. He would be yeah scary. he would. You know who might do might be really good in a really weird way is Eric Andre. I don't know who Eric Andre. You don't is. know Eric Andre? Oh, no, who's well, that? It's it's not. Let me let me let me look just, There's an Eric Andre movie just came out on Netflix. Uh, Bad Trip. Oh, okay. Yeah, um, yeah, 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 yeah. I know who you're talking about. And he Eric did the Andre. Eric Andre show for a long time, and he's. He's got he's he's not the right guy to play show enough, but he's got a goofy look to him that I think would he could pull off. You know, he could he could pull off the look. He could pull off the Julius Carey show enough look. Yes. Mm. I see what you're saying. Yes, I agree. If you're gonna go that route, yeah. Like if you're gonna like, you know, make show enough too, like but, that's that's you know what you should oh, I just had another one. We there should be a prequel and it should follow show enough. Have show yeah. enough, like uh, show enough's journey yes. to becoming the becoming the, the master. The master, yes. <laughs> show the dark side. It'd be like That'd be great. Yes. It'd be fantastic. We find out how he gets how he gets his glow. We find yeah. how how where he gets his cronies from. Yeah, all that shit. It'd, it'd be awesome. That'd be yeah. like how do you, where where did you come up where did you come up with the 
with this whole alter ego, buddy. Yeah. Where'd it come yeah. from? You just you just find a, a set of uh like football pads in a dumpster or something, you were like, That's it. That's me. I got <laughs> I'm walking around in <laughs> shoulder pads, gi pants, and converse, and I'm gonna be the show now for uh, the show gun of Harlem. I think I think we I think we start with like uh maybe uh a, a, a story of being bullied or something, or maybe having a rough life, and then he goes to the dark side. Right, he 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 but learned. Like, yeah, no, like he's the kid we're from make, One Punch Man. Would we make it a comedy, or we're making it like? I think oh, we'd have to make it a comedy. It, it would be a comedy. You, you, well, I, you I would start Aaron. off him being born, and he slaps the damn um, he slaps the doctor. <laughs> oh, you you say you saying he's bad from the get? He's bad from the get. Okay. So so he doesn't like so because I was thinking like there's the the wolf in One Punch Man who's who was like bullied as a kid because he he was like but I like the villains and so he became a, a super villain. Yes, that would yeah. be awesome. Yeah, because yeah, because he liked the villains and yeah, that man, dude, One Punch is so fucking awesome, dude. <laughs> I just fucking I love One Punch. I know we probably mentioned One Punch too much on this goddamn show, but I fucking love One Punch, man. <laughs> It's beautiful. It's a you can, there's, show. I, there's nothing I would ask more from an from an anime than One Punch Man. It it, it, it hits the notes that I want it to hit. Yes, yes. I I like the idea of of uh, of of a super villain or a show enough villain bad from the get who loves yeah. the villains. Yes. and he gets fucked with because he he was he, he loves the villains. He loves yeah. the villains. I like that. I like that idea. Kind and, of, I man, I'm kind of falling in love with Michael J. White playing him. Yeah, mm-hmm. I see oh. that. I see that crystal clear in my mind. And I, I would love to see the hair. Yeah. He has to have the hair. Fuck yeah! Well, there is no show enough without the hair. Exactly. It's it's part of the deal because I mean, doesn't he have like little little like yep. ponytails on? Like him? a samurai kind of, ponytail yeah. on the top. Yeah. Know, yeah, he, yeah. He does the thing with the eye, you know. He he just does, looks, yeah, and his mm-hmm. whole face—he just like he makes his whole yeah. face crooked. Ooh, he's, yeah, that was just ah, uh, that movie's so awesome. This is the characters. <laughs> yeah, like there make is, a- there is gen- genuinely there is no other movie like this. No. There's not another like if, if somebody were to ask you, so what's this movie like? There's no, you you could you'd sit there and well, it's it. Mm, I don't know. It's not like anything else. <laughs> no, no. It, it, it's there's, kind there's of, no benchmark to compare it to. No, you, you can't. And unfortunately, there isn't like a Black Dragon two or a Last a Last Dragon two. No, or nothing. or nothing that follows this movie. There isn't no. another movie like it. Like like the, you're saying, there's nothing. And the other thing too I like about this movie is the music. The oh yeah, mu- well of the course music, it's the music. Be good. It's, it's a Barry I mean, Jordy. Or it's a Barry. <laughs> It's a very Gordy music video from beginning right. To actually, actually, that's what I was gonna say. It's a giant music video. Yeah, yeah. that's all it is. You know, well, but it's a I great think that was video. probably like one of the goals of the movie. It's yeah. like I'm gonna make a movie that sells some records. You know. Well, mm-hmm. I think Vanity was a budding uh, pop star at the point. At that, she point. was right. Did she so, come out in like a Purple Rain, or am I thinking of someone else? I think it is her. Here, let me let me bring her up. Hold on, I, I got I got this is one of those. Crazy circumstances. Oh, I don't have that. Ask Dan. I've been going. I've been going. uh, No net here. I've been going. No IMDb. Why is that? I got all confident after last time because you guys (laughs) telling me I know everything. I don't know anything (laughs) about. I don't know about her though. Vanity. I. I. I think it was somebody else. She's not in. She's not in Purple Rain. 
she might that might have been um uh what's her name purple. apollonia apollonia yeah apollonia that's, was in purple rain yeah that's somebody mm. else yeah it took me some time but i got there <laughs> we did we we did play ask dan how did, well, there you how go did there you go <laughs> ask dan dun, 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 dun. we so, don't need imdb on this podcast we got fat dan yeah <laughs> no not my cousin dan <laughs> but yeah like uh but dude man uh yeah that that i remember the i remember like the music being a big deal mm-hmm. because i mean there was a lot there was a there was there's at least that i remember there's at least two or three scenes of them in the club where she's singing yep. right and yep. this guy mm-hmm. this guy becomes entranced with her uh while in the disco in fact i think he went to deliver pizza or something no what did he how, how did he first meet her he was she was walking out of the club signing autograph and he just happened to walk by and they just kept giving each other looks then her car got pulled up like a block and a half ahead and they were trying to kidnap her uh and he was about this guy was about to hit her and they were like i would not hit that woman and he starts whooping all three guys' asses. Yeah, and that's and, how the music producer came into it because right. he was trying to get his girlfriend's career launched. Right, and he was like, "I'm going to eliminate Vanity from the picture so that uh, my girlfriend can." Well, what it was is that he wanted to produce. He wanted her to play her video on her show. Yeah, and she was like, "No, I'm not going to do it." And then they kidnapped her, and he's like, "Make her watch the video," and she was like laughing. Yeah, about the video, and he's like, "Well, well what do you think?" He's like, and he goes, "Will you play the video?" He goes, "Hey, what do you think? You gonna play the video on your show?" And he's like, "No." And he goes, "Why? You're ungrateful. Uh, here I am. I treat you to an. I was gonna treat you to a nice dinner a la carte. He keeps bringing a la carte for some reason. I remember that. Yeah, and he's like, because he was classy with a K. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> and then um, at that point, he's like, no, no. He's like, it's not my. It's it's not the type of video that we play on my show. Mm. And he and then he's like, he was Derek about to dump her into the tank, which we never knew what the fuck was in that green tank. No, never, no, never, never knew back. what the fuck what it was. And then Bruce Leroy comes in and there's a ninja starts whoop, beating up everybody. First, he throws his like uh, the darts to unarm, uh, unarm everybody. Then he starts whooping everybody's ass. Then he grabs he grabs the producer and he's like, he's like, you best leave her alone. And he takes off the mask and he goes, well, I know now I know who you are. And he goes, uh, hot heads need to be cooled down. And he, that's when he dunks his head into <laughs> the into the the fish tank. And you're like, he's like, Leroy lets him go right away. Like, what the fuck? You know, and he's like, oh, he's counting his nose and his ears like, oh, it's all here, you know. And then to find out that he actually has a cut on his eye. You see like blood yeah. coming from his, which I don't know, either the guy, the thing nicked him or something. Like in real life? Yeah, in the, in the movie. It's like yeah. He has a little nick there. No, but like in real life, like during the scene that, that the, the like two actors. It, no, I, it, 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 I think it was supposed to be there. Oh, yeah, okay. it was supposed to be there. Yeah, so. You know, and that's that's how that happened. And she's like, that's how they met and all that. And then she comes looking for him to be his bodyguard, to be her bodyguard. And he's like, she goes, um, 
since you're a kung fu master and he's like i'm not a master and he goes well you're a master to me you know that's mm-hmm. oh yeah yeah, yeah 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 and that's yeah. how that's how the whole love plot starts you're right i, I feel like when i watch this movie you know the like they're the not so much like training montages per se, but like these flashbacks of training, I guess they are training montages, but it'll have the mm-hmm. flashbacks of training with his master. Right. I feel like uh, some of the training montages in blood sport were just like straight up. We're just going to copy that. <laughs> <laughs> like, cause blood sport came out in 1988 and you're like, normally my first, my first reaction would be like, Oh, so they just decided they were going to copy blood sport, but no, clearly Bloodsport totally just copied. Just somebody who was involved with making Bloodsport was you got to watch this last dragon flick. That's how we got to do our training montages. <laughs> well, like not to. Well, Bloodsport is another one we got to do, man. I don't know yeah, about yeah. you guys. We, but I think we touched it. We did that in one I, of the martial arts movies. Might have been. Right? Might have been. Yeah. Because I mean, there's a whole in the beginning. There's a whole scene where it's just like a montage of all the different fighters, right? Right. And and, yeah. and it was the first time for me to see so many different styles in one movie. And it, it was it was like, whoa, wait a minute, what? Yeah. You're gonna have yeah. a Muay Thai fighter fight this kung fu guy who yeah. then they fight a sumo guy. Like I've never seen it was it was right. Street Fighter two on the screen. Because and, before that movie, I feel like if if you were a kid in the U.S. and you were interested in martial arts, you had karate and you had kung fu. There That's was it. no other. There was no other martial art. You didn't even know there were other martial arts that existed. And then Bloodsport comes out, and it's like, what? What? There's a thing called Muay Thai. Exactly. What? Mm-hmm. What is happening? Yes, that that movie exposed me to Muay Thai. Made me go look for Muay Thai because I didn't even know what that was. I saw that dude standing weird with his hands up, all kind of like funky. And I'm like, what the fuck is that? Is, and, and, and the dude was like Latin too, right? Like I, I was just like, what? Yeah. And he was yeah. like, uh, he kept doing a motorcycle thing. Like, yeah. Come on, that, yeah. Hit, the, hit yeah. the fist, hit the fist. Yeah. And, and then they were both going at it, kicking each other in the ribs. Yeah. And Van Damme was like, come on. We should come on. <laughs> we should do an episode where it's it's just Edgar talking about these are the movies that made me make the decisions in life that I made. <laughs> because it sounds it's sounding more and more time, more like you know? like that's how like every major decision you've made in your life was you just saw a movie and it touched you. It, and, <laughs> and now you're gonna go get gi pants <laughs> and Chinese sure, stars. shurikens and, and now oh, I just saw a movie about Muay Thai and so now I'm going to go and do Muay Thai yeah. and then you saw the Matrix and you were like I'm going to be a web developer <laughs> uh, no I was already a web developer I was in between jobs when I, when I saw the Matrix so it just validated the decision you'd already made for you. Yeah, I was just like, I need to yeah. go back to web development. Uh, <laughs> I can be new. Yeah. I'm the one. No, mm-hmm. but yeah, dude, you're the like, master. I, mm-hmm. I, yeah. Whenever I need to make a big movie, a big decision, I just go to the movies. 
<laughs> Should I make chicken or beef? Let's uh, go to the movies. Let's go to the movies. Let's see what they have. Let's see what uh, Donald Glover is eating today. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But um, anyway, I think I think we beat this one to a pulp, huh? Yeah, I pretty think much. Yeah. Yeah. All right. So, any uh, closing remarks? I I I'm actually like touched by this episode <laughs> i really truly am like look, look at me look i'm like glowing over here oh he's got like, that glow oh, i've got that glow he's got yeah. that glow his body and, knows and it's, it's just because like the fact that that you love this movie enough that you would do the same kind of like no it's actually really deep it's super deep <laughs> that, that the kind of stuff that, that i do like trying to in movies that nobody else would be like, are you, this is like throwaway 2 AM stuff. You know, yeah. I, I love it. I, I, it, I'm having a moment here. I'm having a moment. <laughs> you guys, I'm having a moment with both of you guys. It's fantastic. Yeah. <laughs> how, about you, how about you, Primo? I think that said it all. Man. Yeah. <laughs> I, got, I got too vulnerable and now Primo is bashful. Look, he's all red. I can't say nothing. Oh, that's why. But no, like, for, let's just say that this type of movie was around for, every, for all of us. We're all, I love the fact that we all, we all love the same stuff. I know some some things more than others. I love the fact that we get to talk about stuff like this because you know everybody else would probably kick us out to the curve. So yeah. pretty yeah. much, so you know, it's just it's just fun to talk to these guys about stuff like this. Yeah, yeah. I I I always have a ball on this on this fucking yeah. podcast. It's fucking ridiculous. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go watch the Last Dragon. Everybody get that glow. Get go that buy glow. some gee pants. <laughs> go buy some gee pants. <laughs> Yeah, throw See if some. We can get endorsed by some gee pants manufacturers. There you there go. You go, man. Oh, we'll, dude. We'll have, we'll have some of uh, the, the ones with the American flag on it and stuff. You know, like. There you yeah. Go. Yeah, we got to get gee pants that come with the glow. Whoa! Like maybe like, like they have like little LEDs in them, so they. <laughs> you can't actually can't. fight in them. No. You just, <laughs> but you could turn them but on. You, you got the glow, man. Mm. There you got the glow. Dude, that could, that'd be a dope-ass gi. Like, jujitsu gis get really fancy. They got they have, like, a Bruce Lee gi where it's all yellow with a black pinstripe, but it's yeah. a gi. Like, it would be dope if they figured out a way to, like, copy a gi for, like, show enough for somebody and make it a fucking, like, a jujitsu gi. Like, I don't know how you would do it, but... Dude, like, if you could go out... Because you can go out and buy from, like, a million different places. You can buy the Bruce Lee uh, jumpsuit. Yeah. Oh, yeah. So if you could go out and buy, like, like a Shonuff jumpsuit or a Shonuff outfit or, or a Bruce Lee outfit, come on. Of Ooh. course I'd do it. <laughs> yeah. Kiss my converse. Yeah, Kiss buddy. converse. All right, bros. All right, so thank you so much for being on today, guys. No uh, it was problem. A, it was a great talk. Yeah, uh, <laughs> yeah. I hope I hope you guys uh, enjoyed it. Uh, thank you so much for listening. This is uh, we got uh, the that. So this is uh, Primo, not my cousin Dan <laughs> and Edgar. Otra vez. We'll catch you next time. Primo. Primo. <laughs> <laughs>
that, that one's not yours. That belongs to somebody else. <laughs> <laughs> he can borrow it until he can find his own, but it's okay. <laughs> The song you're listening to is titled Crispy Days, and it's by Lupus Nocte. And you can find them over at Epidemic Sound. Make sure you use my referral link so that the show gets a nice little kickback for every purchase or sign-up you make. If you like the show and you want to listen to more, head on over to theflowroadpodcast.com where you can find more of our episodes and shop at our store. As always, we're on Instagram. Make sure you run over there and give us a shout under the name The Flow Road. Also, give us a hand by liking, subscribing, commenting, wherever you get your podcasts. Press all those nifty buttons that make the podcast gods happy. Yeah, we get super deep into it, didn't we? I mean, who could have thought that simple phrase, who is the master, would mean so much. I hope this movie means as much to you as it means to me, because I love this movie. Uh, It speaks to the ghetto nerd inside me, man. I totally totally dig this movie and the the funny thing about martial arts is it, it's like a superpower right and anyone can achieve it all you need to do is put in the work anyway i hope you like this episode we'll catch you next time bye